0: Brought to you by PrayLatin.com, makers of prayer cards featuring complete English phonetic renderings of Latin pronunciations. The Synod on Synodality is well underway, and instead of having any idea what it's produced so far, the Catholic world is left with questions about what this whole mess is about in the first place. Most Catholics are blissfully unaware of this leveling process in the ape of the Church that's meant to put the laity in charge of everything, if appearances are to be believed. But the astounding thing is this. Some of the most influential bishops in the church have no idea what synodality even means. and Frankly, they're hoping to make it up as they go along. While at least one bishop has already said his diocese won't participate in the synodal process due to how risky the whole thing is for the life of faith. So let's take a look at the good news as well as the questionable on the synod as it's unfolding. Father Gerald Murphy, writing at the Catholic thing, took a deep dive into the documents guiding the Synod on synodality. And his takeaway is that the Synod is supposed to be essentially an experiential exercise between the clergy, the bishops, and the pope. The dioceses and parishes are supposed to produce documents that will eventually be disregarded by the Synod in 2023 in its closing session, thus calling everything but the experiential part of it into question. Father Murray never says this, But this emphasis on experiential faith and experiences in general, personal, individual experiences in general, is one of the pillars of modernism, and it's rather explicitly anathematized by Pascendi, by Pope St. Pius X in his landmark encyclical Pascendi, as well as in Vatican I documents. Now, bear that in mind, but here, Father Murray really lays it out for you. Quote, The Synod on synodality is thus more focused on process, not product. In this scenario, it is not clear why documents need to be produced at all, if the purpose is simply to share various experiences. Despite the denials, it is clear that the purpose of the Synod on Synodality is to produce a final document that will give suggestions to the Pope about how to deal with serious questions in the life of the Church. And this is where the peril lies in launching a two-year process that is heavy and vague, undefined and emotive categories that highlight people's lived experience and rather light in the scriptural and doctrinal treasures of the church, which are under tremendous threat from determined opponents outside of the church and reckless innovators within the church. Those who want to subject the Catholic faith to a radically new interpretation that essentially resembles secularized modern Protestantism will seize upon this process. They will claim that their dreams and hopes and visions are the pathways the church should journey down in search of a church that will be relevant to the modern world, claiming that this is the only way to respond to the signs of the times." End quote. Sound familiar? This is literally what Vatican II was based on, in a weird way, and now it's back in the Synod. I guess it didn't work out so well the first time around. But our problem is that we know that the bishops in Francis claim to not know what synodality really is. I know that's hard to believe, but one of the most famous cardinals in the Church in America admitted as much recently, in what has to be one of the biggest head-scratching comments, I've seen it in this entire synodal process thus far. Brace yourself for this one because what Cardinal Dolan says is pretty unfortunate when you consider the implications. Quote, I don't know if I completely understand it, synodality. Everybody, and the Holy Father happens to be honest as well in admitting that neither does he have the full comprehension, which I guess is the reason he summoned us up to this endeavor. <laughs> End quote. Yeah, that's reassuring. But despite having said something so silly, Cardinal Dolan actually provides both what could be understood as, maybe not a definition, but a guiding idea of what synodality is, as well as seven non-negotiables. The idea behind the non-negotiables are, according to Cardinal Dolan being quoted in the Catholic News Agency, quote, Dolan said he sees these seven non-negotiables as synodality in a nutshell. He said that throughout its history, the Church has expanded and developed its style of organization and authority, end quote. That by itself gives away a lot, and we'll return to this concept of changing its style of authority in a second. But let's look at the seven non-negotiables. Again, from Catholic News Agency, they are, quote, 1. Dolan said that the energy and direction driving the Church comes from the Holy Spirit, not ourselves. 2. While in the world, we are not of the world, and thus our guiding principles come from the Gospel, Revelation, and the patrimony of the Church's settled teaching, he said. 3. Dolan said that the principles of the innate dignity of every human person and the inherent sacredness of all human life are the towering moral lighthouses on our path. 4. Dolan said that our journey through this life back to our true and eternal home of heaven is most effectively accomplished precisely as a journey as we walk with and accompany each other with Jesus as our guide, his mother and the saints, and we sinners at each other's side. 5. On this journey, we pay special attention to those at the side of the road, especially those who are not well, the weak, the poor, or unable to keep up with us, he said. Six, our wealth only comes from faith, trust, prayer, the sacraments, and his grace, he said. And seven, finally Dolan said, mercy, love, invitation, humility, joy, selfless, generous service, and a good example are our only tools, never harshness, condemnation, or pride, end quote. Taken by themselves, they sound pretty okay, to be honest. I mean, there's some of that accompaniment stuff there, but whatever. But certainly nothing to be that worried about. But we are in the period of church history now where the laity are perhaps the worst catechized in all of church history, combined with the having prelates and clergymen who are, frankly, manifest public heretics. That creates a rather huge problem when we consider Cardinal Dolan's statement, which is again, quote, Dolan said he sees these seven non-negotiables as synodality in a nutshell. He said that throughout its history, the church has expanded and developed its style of organization and authority, end quote. If the church expands and develops its style of organization and authority based on the input of the most poorly catechized generation in church history that has been led by hirelings who don't hold the faith, then we've got a serious problem on our hands. Elsewhere, he and Francis and others have said rightly, I think, that we should not have an ideology be our guiding principle in the synodal process. But we all know already that people will come out with agendas to these hearings, and that's why I've always said to you that you should go to these meetings and defend the deposit of the faith. It's not having an agenda to demand that the faith be held in its integrity. Be ready to cite documents to the Church, and if you have to, even cite Vatican II documents that make statements in line with Catholic Orthodoxy. There's plenty of statements in the documents of Vatican II that are actually supporting of Catholic Orthodoxy. I don't really care how you do it, just go and defend the Catholic faith against innovations that are supposedly guided by the the Holy Spirit, but are probably really guided by the Spirit that too much resembles that which took hold of Teilhard de Chardin back in 19, I think it was 1919. One bishop has taken a stand against all of this, though. One bishop has said no to the synodal way. From Catholic World Report, we get this headline, Catholic leader says his archdiocese won't take part in the global synodal process. Citing ideological risk. One bishop sees what's really at stake here, and wants nothing to do with the whole thing, and that's great as far as I'm concerned, but let's see who this is and what he has to say about the Synod. Quote, Archbishop Wolfgang Haas of Vaduz Liechtenstein announced his decision on October 15th, reported CNA Deutsch, CNA's German-language news partner. I am of the opinion that in our small archdiocese it is possible for good reasons to refrain from carrying out such a complex and sometimes even complicated procedure, which in our parts runs the risk of becoming ideological, the 73-year-old archbishop wrote. Explaining why he felt that the archdiocese did not need to take part in the global process, Haas said, On the one hand, the close relationships in our parishes allow for quick and uncomplicated mutual contact between pastors and laity, so that an intellectual and spiritual exchange has always been, and still is, possible. All those who wish to do so can enter into dialogue with one another, listen to one another, and maintain personal communication about suggestions, wishes, and ideas in everyday church life. In parish and church councils, as well as in school, social and charitable institutions, and in educational establishments. There are constant relationships among interested people in which a responsible, tactful, sensitive interaction can take place. He went on. On the other hand, it is true anyway that consultations take place on different levels, namely also on the diocesan level, although at present, due to the present situation, not everything is possible through personal encounters. Those who wish to express in writing their wishes, concerns, and suggestions for the shaping of ecclesial life in our diocese can still do so by contacting the archbishop or the vicar general's office directly. Now, a lot of people have said that it's promising, but he says his diocese already functionally has the spirit of the synod in it, with dialogue between the laity and clergy happening already. And if you've been listening to me for a while, you'll you already know that I've never been a fan of that kind of thing in the church, to be honest. But at the very least, he's keeping his small archdiocese out of the Synodal process, and that on balance is probably a good thing, I think. I'll leave you with this observation, which comes from Father Murray's article in the Catholic thing. In this all really the mission is this all really the mission of the church? I thought the mission of the church was the salvation of souls. I thought that was the highest law of the church. Maybe I'm wrong. Quote. The bishops will no doubt cite the synod handbook's worrying indication. This journey together will call us on to renew our mentalities and our ecclesial structures in order to live out God's call for the church and the present signs of the times. Listening to the entire people of God will help the church to make pastoral decisions that correspond as closely as possible to God's will. Vox Populi, Vox Dei. The voice of the people is the voice of God. A mass of material as interpreted by the synod committee Isn't the mission of the Church's hierarchy to teach God's people the truths of the faith, especially in times such as ours, when religious ignorance and doctrinal confusion have produced a situation in which a Pew survey revealed that 70% of Catholics do not believe in the real presence of Christ in the Holy Eucharist? Is it the job of the hierarchy to change ecclesial structures, whatever that means? Which mentalities need renewal, and what new mentalities need to be adopted? End quote. The priest isn't exactly wrong about that, and if this synod was called the Synod on Catechesis or the Synod on the Real Presence, I'd be far less worried. But instead of a synod to address the collapse of the faith, we're getting a synod on fuzzy feelings and experiences. I have to wonder if there will be rooms with kittens and puppies to help the participants get in touch with their feelings, because quite frankly, this synod is sounding more and more like a college student leadership training exercise on how to be more sensitive to the needs of fill-in-the-blank group who claims to have a grievance. And that's beyond troubling. (laughs) So, at least one bishop is saying no to the synodal process, while another says he has no idea what synodality even means. I know I feel reassured, but how about you? Let me know your thoughts in the comments on all this, please. I suspect that many of you will share my suspicion that the outcome of the synod is already predetermined by Francis and his coterie of St. Gallen men. But let me know your thoughts in the comments, please, and like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help. As always, pray for the Church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.